0: I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. It is Friday, August 19th, and Not Gambling Advice is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code just baseball when you download. That link is in our episode description. I will be doing a prize picks Twitter space today at 5 p.m. Eastern on my Twitter, and you can find the link to my Twitter as well in the episode description. In this episode, I will be giving you two MLB best bets along with three prize picks selections. I have one prize picks that I love and two prize picks that I'm definitely looking at. So join that Twitter space at 5 p.m. Eastern to see which ones we lock in. Let's do a quick recap of yesterday because yesterday was pretty short on the MLB Best Bets front. We lost on the Dodgers' money line. Mookie Betts did not play, and the lines switched from minus 115 to the Dodgers to plus 100, and then the Brewers ended up winning the game behind two home runs from Andrew McCutcheon. It was a tough one, but we hit all of our prize picks, player props, which was phenomenal. And that's why I'm excited to play more prize picks props today. So make sure you download using code baseball Our regular season record is 171 to 143, winning at a 54% rate, plus 27.89 units. Let's get up to 30 units. First game is the New York Mets versus the Philadelphia Phillies at seven o five PM Eastern. It's Chris Bassett, a righty for the Mets, who's ten and seven with a three two seven ERA, 1.13 WHIP, taking on Aaron Nola at home, a righty for the Phillies. He's got an eight and nine record. He's got a three o seven ERA and a zero point nine three WHIP. Like I said, we're going to head to Philadelphia for the first game of a four game set between these division rivals. The Mets just finished up a four game set with the Braves, where they were outscored twelve runs in four games. Where they only scored, not outscored? The Phillies just finished up a three-game set with the Reds where they won the first two, scoring a combined 15 runs. In the third game, they were shut up by Nick Lodolo. Today, two fantastic pitchers will meet, but I'm not sure how fantastic they'll be today. First, let's talk about the weather. This game will be played at Citizens Bank Park, where the weather is supposed to be extremely hitter-friendly. It's supposed to be 87 degrees at game time with 12 to 15 mile-an-hour winds blowing straight out to center field. Ballparkpal.com calls for a 13% running increase in this game with an absurd 34% increase in home run output. Both pitchers aren't super home run prone, but both allow more home runs in the ballpark they are pitching in today. The line opened anywhere from 8 to 8.5, but has since moved down to 7.5. My guess is, people are piling on the under with the lackluster performance by the Phillies' offense. It's not a guess, it's the reality. Over 95% of the public and the money has come in on the under, combined with both of these pitchers dominating the opposing offense last time out. More often than not, it's challenging, though, to dominate in back-to-back starts. Aaron Nola's home run problem starts at home. Through 68 innings at home this year. He's allowed 11 home runs and his ERA is 4.21 compared to a 2.13 ERA on the road. His last start against the Mets, where he threw 8 innings of one run ball, came at Citi Field. In two starts at home against the Mets, he's thrown 10 and a third and allowed 4 earned runs. His advanced stats against the Mets' current roster are solid, but not awe-inspiring. Through 216 plate appearances, Nola is rocking a 325x Woba, a 251 expected batting average, and a 382 expected slugging. Just so we know, the regular batting average, the Woba, and the slugging are all higher than those numbers. Since August began, the Mets ranked fifth in WRC plus against right handed pitching with the sixth ranked ISO and slugging percentage. With the familiarity of facing Nola five times this season and his last start being against them, I think that they can get to him today. On the other side, though, we have Chris Bassett, who's had his struggles on the road this year. I was at City Field to watch him pitch against the Phillies in his last start, and he pitched very well. He only allowed two balls to be hit over 95 miles an hour over five innings of shutout baseball. That was at home, and he's been much worse on the road this year. He has a 4.24 4 ERA on the road versus a 2.55 ERA at home, and in his lone appearance against the Phillies at home, he allowed one run over five and two-thirds. He's really had the Phillies number this year, but I'm willing to fade that considering the familiarity and his home run problem on the road. Kosh is also projected to be back in the lineup for Philly today, which should be a nice boost for their offense. He leads the team in home runs and RBIs, and he's 3-for-8 against Bassett in his career. Following both starting pitchers will be two solid bullpens, but since August began, both are in the bottom 10 in baseball and ERA. The Mets have had plenty of work against Atlanta, and the Phillies have used most of their high-leverage arms over the past few days. They'll be available, but they aren't fully rested. I think there's enough factors here to discount the line movement and take the over 7.5 Runs. So the pick is Phillies versus Mets over seven and a half minus 110, 1.1 units to win one unit. I think the line opening at eight and a half or eight is very telling. And the fact that the market and the money push it all the way down to seven and a half, I think we're just getting more value on that seven and a half line. It reminds me sort of of the Braves opening up as a pick but the Mets gaining all the momentum with Jacob DeGrom, but the Mets ultimately lost. I think we have a similar situation here. So I like the value on over seven and a half. Second game is the Los Angeles Angels versus the Detroit Tigers at 7:10 p.m. Eastern. It's Patrick Sandoval, a lefty for the Angels who's 3 and 8 with a 3.42 ERA and a one four nine WHIP, taking on Matt Manning, a righty for the Tigers who's 0 and 0 with a 3.24 ERA and a one three two WHIP. He's only thrown 25 innings so far this year. We head to Detroit for the first game of a three-game set. Two of the worst offenses in Major League's go head-to-head in a pitcher-friendly ballpark against pitchers who should have solid days today. The Tigers' offense has been abysmal this season and as of recently. The Tigers have been better against left-handed pitching over the full season, but recently they can't hit anyone who throws with their left arm. In the month of August, the Tigers have a 40 WRC Plus against Southpaws. That's incredibly terrible. That stat means they are 60% below league averages in offense. If we widen that sample since the All-Star break, they have an 87 WRC Plus, which still ranks 18th in baseball. The Tigers' offense is also a bit banged up. Harold Castro and Jaimar Candelario are a bit Hurt, as both did not play in Wednesday's game and both are day-to-day. Candelario, though, is not hurt, but he was dealing with an illness, and Casho had thumb soreness. If they do play, not a big deal, they are 0-5 with three strikeouts against Sandoval. Patrick Sandoval's advanced metrics point to negative regression as his xERA era sits at 4.48 compared to this season's ERA of 3.42. He has a high walk rate, but he has an above-average chase rate. These Tigers hitters are incredibly undisciplined. And since August began, they have a 1.6% walk rate. 1.6%. Are you kidding? Couple that with a 26% strikeout rate, Sandoval doesn't have to be that careful in the strike zone as the Tigers will get themselves into outs. Opposing Sandoval will be Matt Manning, who I spoke with my co-host Jack McMullen about, who you hear about on the Just Baseball show. Jack is the broadcaster for the AAA affiliate for the Pirates, the Indianapolis Indians, and he saw Manning on a few occasions. A switch, he calls it, seems to be flipped for Manning, as he is much more aggressive in the strike zone and the results have start, are starting to follow. He'll face an Angels lineup that ranks 22nd in baseball against right-handed pitching in the month of, month of August in terms of WRC+. If we widen that to the all sub break, it doesn't get much better, sitting with a 91 WRC+, that ranks 20th. That Angels lineup isn't 100% either. Luis Renhifo was removed from Wednesday's game with lower back tightness. He's currently day-to-day, and with an off day yesterday, it's possible that he does play, but it's doubtful he'll be at 100%. Comerica Park is also calling for 10-12 to 12 mile an hour wins blowing in from center field. I have two bad offenses with two solid starting pitchers with a suspiciously low total. I'll be on the under. The pick is Angels versus Tigers under seven and a half and minus one ten. That's 1.1 units to win one unit. Let's get into my favorite prize pick selections of the day. And the first one is very similar to the Manny Machado play that we had yesterday that hit very easily as Machado Homered. It's Paul Goldschmidt over one and a half bases. The reason being is Tommy Henry, a lefty for the Cardinal, or lefty for the Diamondbacks, excuse me. He throws a lot of fastball sliders. What do we know about Paul Goldschmidt? First, he's one of the best hitters in baseball against left-handed pitching. He might be the overall best hitter. And his two favorite pitches to hit are the fastball and the slider. He's going to get plenty of those today, and he should bombard Tommy Henry in the first inning and even through the second time around the order. My second one is Tommy Pham over runs. I just think we're going to see plenty of runs scored in this Red Sox versus Orioles game and I want to take the leadoff hitter who's been the hottest bat in the Red Sox lineup at the top. I like Devers' matchup a lot. I like JD Martinez's matchup a lot and I think that Tommy Pham can get driven in by a litany of Red Sox hitters. I like his over half a run. I also really like Ahmed Rosario over half a run in RBI. Not just because I think he can get driven in by Jose Ramirez who's very good against Lance Lynn, but I love Steven Kwan at the top of this lineup too. I really like his matchup against Lance Lynn. Lynn has been just dreadful on the road, and I think Ahmed Rosario is going to be a big cog in this lineup today. So those are my three favorite prize pick selections. Again, I will be betting this as a three-piece. So if you want to use Code Baseball, you get a full 100% deposit match. And you can play this long with me, but it probably won't be the finishing five piece, which we will decipher on my Twitter space at 5 p.m. Eastern. My Twitter's at PeterApple23. Come join to see what we play at the end of the day. And if you want some free money to use, use Coach's Baseball. But remember, it's not gambling advice.